0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to
1: Brenda. And Ashley. And today we have a brand new episode for you guys that I think will be very beneficial for you at this time.
0: Let's talk about um, recap, like what we're going on, mm-hmm. what's happening. Um, so basically, we all know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Self-isolation still currently in process. So, again, we're pretty much doing the same thing we did last week. I'm recording at mine, Ashley's recording at hers, and we're trying to be as as self-isolated as possible.
1: Yeah, it's getting Um, a little bit depressing. And this is coming from an introvert.
0: And from an extrovert. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's like I'm kind of losing my mind. I had company, just like one person over, and that was refreshing. But, like, being alone has been very intense because i live alone so it's like uh, i'm like really alone
0: yeah i know everyone's having a hard time but i hope everyone's still keeping safe um mm-hmm. and still doing okay hopefully like i said before this is all gonna end soon and we can go back to our normal lives
1: i read a post saying that it could last like a year actually let's not talk about the negativity okay <laughs> i know i don't want to believe it i don't wanna i truly it. don't I mean, you know what I don't think it's going to be a year. I saw that China, Wuhan, China, which is where it originated in. So they went into self-isolation on January 23rd, and they're actually lifting the lo- lockdown on April 8th.
0: Yeah, that's true. And their their numbers are slowly going down. Like, they're not getting a yeah. lot of of increase. I know U.S. right now is doing really bad. But bad. Yeah.
1: Canada, too, though, if we're being honest.
0: I mean, not as bad as the States, but
1: yeah yeah no but
0: well, we're in you know well, anyway we're next oh door my God.
1: so if you guys are quarantined with your lover then this is a good episode for you to hear
0: so today we're going to be talking about pet peeves and dating deal breakers so we'll go over a couple of things um facts tips things that are things that we think are pet peeves for ourselves so mm-hmm.
1: so we're going to go into communicating with your partner how to kind of make the best of the situation and, you know, we'll just talk about some stuff that you guys probably will relate to when it comes to pet peeves and being around someone 24-7. So, like, obviously relationships are not perfect, duh. Um, how do you deal with things that bother you or piss you off, Brenda? Like, what is your approach to things that, like, you know, your boyfriend does that you don't like?
0: I think the biggest thing um, if something is bothering you is being able to talk about it and communicate with each other, because if the person doesn't know that it bothers you, how are they going to stop or fix it? Right. Mm -hmm. So I think key is obviously communication and having that conversation, right? Like letting them know, like, okay, the first time it was funny, it was okay. But like, it's starting to get old, you know, letting them know that it's making you feel some type of way. um, Because then they're just going to keep on doing it. And if you're not communicating that, then it's not their fault either because how are they gonna know that it bothers you they can't read your mind right Mm -hmm. so i think key is definitely communication and letting them know like i know sometimes people have a hard time understanding that it's not cool you Mm. know so they keep doing it because they think okay whatever like i'm just gonna keep doing me but it's like no let them know like all right you need to stop
1: yeah like i feel like for me i've I used to be the kind of person that would just, like, make little comments and assume that they know what I mean, like, as if I'm, as if they're mind readers. So, like, let's say, like, there's something small that pisses me off and I just, like, make a joke about it, but then they're not changing it. Inside, I would, like, get annoyed at that, but I wouldn't say anything because I was just, like, I don't want confrontation. This is years ago. Now, it's, like, I will give you probably three times to do something. And then I'll I'll say it, but in a nice way, like oh by the way, like I don't really like this, or blah blah blah. Because like if I say it the first time, it's kind of like I don't know if you're gonna do it again. So I'll give you those three chances, and then I'll I'll mention it and communicate and be very open about it, but without being aggressive. Like I don't feel that you need to be aggressive unless it's been repeated a hundred times, and it's like okay, like I told you, I don't like when your fucking socks are on the couch, you know? Yeah. But you definitely got to be open about it.
0: Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I, I agree with you 100%. Um, I think mm-hmm. there's definitely, like I said, communication. Like, it has to be there. Yeah. Um, mm. So in terms of things that bother us, what would you say are your pet peeves? We can talk about, like, three of each of our pet peeves and, like, talk a little bit about it. So what are your, or, like, one of yours?
1: My number one is definitely someone who's dirty. And, like, by dirty, I don't mean messy. Messy, I can handle because, as we know, I don't mind cleaning up after a man. (laughs) So, like, that's, like, my role in my eyes. Not, like, clean up after him like he's a baby. But, like, you know, anyways, anyways, before we get into that. (laughs) Um, So, like, if you leave little things around, like, that's okay. I'll take care of it. But I don't like someone who's dirty. Like, that pisses me off. So, when I say that, I mean, A, poor hygiene skills, that's bad be like you're you just don't clean like if you're unorganized fine but if you don't clean at all like you leave like sauce on the counter and let it get sticky and you don't give a fuck i'd rather you leave the box of cereal on the counter than let there be sticky substance you know what i mean yeah messy is fine but dirty just gets oh it just gets me so mad like dirty fingernails that's like my biggest like i could go on and on for days i hate that shit what's one of yours
0: One of mine, I would say, like my number one would be like when a person always wants to be right. So like you're in an argument or you're trying to talk about something. This is not necessarily with your significant other, but like with a person. Yeah, like with the person in general. Like,
1: stay away from if it's
0: (laughs) if it's someone who consistently like wants to always be right or like you get into arguments and they're always the type that they want the apology and they can't see that they've also done wrong or like this is yeah. also oh somewhat God. of their fault. I just can't mm-hmm. I can't appreciate a person who can't, you know, man up or, you know, just just pretty much say like, okay, I know I've done I've done wrong too yeah. in this situation and it's I know it's not it's not just your fault, it's mine too. Um, I appreciate mm-hmm. when someone can you know see that and not just say it's always you 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 because I just fucking hate that shit
1: <laughs> in that a person skin. I
0: can't be with someone who's like that I can't be friends with someone that's just to me that's super toxic like yeah there's always two people playing in a situation like it's two people that did something so just say you're sorry the other person says you're sorry you know talk about it and just you know mm-hmm. move on.
1: I agree that's that's very valid I'm like that too I it's if you can't see your faults and your wrongs and you can't even be open-minded to it, it's like why are we having this conversation you feel like you're talking to a wall yeah it's frustrating Um, another one of mine this one sounds silly but because of my personality it's a little pet peeve of mine if I'm dating someone and they have like way too many friends and functions and events to be at. And I have to go as their plus one like that pisses me off. And not in a way that like I'll be angry at them, but like in a way that like I just can't do it. Like I don't want to. I can't pretend to be OK with it every single week. Like I've never been in that situation.
0: Don't be but dating. for a while
1: I can date an extrovert as long as the extrovert is understanding of who I am and they're okay with me that like maybe I won't want to be out four times a week like it I've never had to experience this too much but at one point like in the early days I felt myself getting close to like feeling like I was out all the time until I got used to it but like now I just don't want to be around people all the time like I want one-on-one time like it's it's a big pet peeve of mine to feel like I never have one-on-one time with my partner like because we always have to be around people I like to have one-on-one time, and I like to make sure that there's a balance between social life and relationship.
0: Yeah, that's understandable. Um, I can mm-hmm. see that.
1: Yeah. Another
0: one of mine would be, and this kind of, you know, kind of connects to my first one, but when someone wants um you to be someone that you're not. So basically, like... Kind of like what you talked about, like this person's an extrovert and they want, you know, you're an introvert and you're always going out or trying to like make ends meet because this person always wants to do things that you don't necessarily like. And I know a lot of people, this is where shit like sometimes gets fucked up because sometimes you don't date a person who is pretty much the male version or the female version of you. So, mm. you know, one person might like something and that person is just not interested in it, right? Like, I know, for example, me, my boyfriend, one thing he's very passionate about is gaming. And I have, like, no interest in gaming. Like, I'm not a gamer. I don't know much. Like, the most I know about gaming is, like, like Super Mario. <laughs> like, that's how, as far as it gets. But, like, I appreciate that, you know, he finds interest in it and he likes it and he enjoys it. And I'm not going to stop him from doing that because that's something he likes to do, right? I have my own Mm -hmm. hobbies and things that I'm interested in that he doesn't really find interest in. But you find that, like, balance between each other. So I think that's very important. Like, if your significant other wants to get involved and wants to learn about it, that's great. You know, that's that's good, too. Like, I like to learn things, too, and know about certain things. Like, I recently learned about Overwatch, and I had no idea what it was. And, like, eSports and stuff, I didn't know that was a thing until recently. So... Mm -hmm it's fine but knowing that i can still be myself and not pretend that it's something that i'm in love with or that i show interest in i like i like that like it's it's natural like he knows that he's respective about it like i think that's super important because then it happens with youtubers too right like one person wants to be a youtuber the other doesn't or they're like social shy and then Mm -hmm. it's hard to you know find the balance because it's it's feels forced Like, the person is making you do something you don't necessarily enjoy doing or like doing.
1: Yeah, I can see that. That can get, like, you'll start to feel like you're pretending to be someone you're not, and it's like, mm. Yeah. It's never okay. My last pet peeve is um, when I have to repeat myself. I fucking hate doing that. Like, if I tell you over and over again, this is how I feel about something, and you don't respect me enough to, like, take it seriously, then that's really upsetting um especially if it's you know what if it's serious things it's a a way bigger deal like we're not really talking about that as much it's more like even the small things so if i say like i really don't like when you leave this light on i really don't like when you do this like if i'm being specific about something and you just don't listen it's like come on or if i tell you i don't like when you do this i like when you do this blah blah blah. oh my god i hate repeating myself i hate it because i just feel like you don't respect me
0: or you're not fully focused on the person
1: yeah like you're not taking it's them not seriously really fair. yeah mm-hmm. i shouldn't have to tell you 17 times like two times fine but like six times it's like okay come on
0: get it together
1: mm-hmm.
0: my third one would be this is like something <laughs> very i and i i wouldn't say stupid but it's like little things like petty. <laughs> petty i guess um when people leave the toilet seat up oh my mm-hmm. goodness and this oh goes God. back with other little things like i hate when people don't you know put the toilet seat down after they use it or they don't replace a toilet paper or a person doesn't clean after themselves so those are pretty much self-explanatory like i just like it's like if you're there just leave it how you found it you know what i mean like clean up mm-hmm. after yourself don't like have someone else do your dirty work like if you're gonna you know bake and cook clean your dishes clean your pot clean your plate like there's no reason why someone else has to do that for you um obviously like if you're in your relationship and you want to like do 50 50 you're cooking he's cleaning that's fine but i'm just saying mm-hmm. like if i'm gonna cook myself you know a bowl of pasta and i'm leaving the plate there for someone else to wash it just that's just not cool um <laughs> same thing with like the toilet paper like if you were the last one in the washroom and you finished yeah, the roll just fucking so put a new man. one <laughs> Just put a new one. It's not that hard. It's, it's pretty simple because you don't want to be that person who's, like, in the washroom and then you're going to scream for the next person and be like, hey, bro, I need some toilet paper. Like, I need a new roll. Someone decided not to freaking replace it. And then you're it just so stuck annoying. in the toilet waiting for someone to come and help you.
1: <laughs> and they have to do the same. they have to do the same amount of work. Right? Like, either they do it at that moment and they make everyone's life easier or they do it an hour later and now they're busy and they have to get up from their game and go do it. Exactly. It's like either way you're doing it. (laughs) So annoying. Okay, so how do you find a balance and learn to compromise with your partner? Because obviously these things happen whether we like them or not. So like what's your go to method like other than just communication? Like is there something else that works for you to really have these things sink in?
0: Communication. (laughs) No, other than other than communication, I would say um, I think just respecting each other's space and knowing when you know enough is enough like again it's fine the first time a second time if you're trying to joke about it but then know that that person you know feels a certain way and it's not right it's kind of like when you have a sibling and they keep on you know poking you after you tell them to stop it gets annoying Mm -hmm. so it's like just you know respect that person's thought and again like maybe you like doing something so maybe the person doesn't like when you chew so okay fine you know when they're out of the room do your thing but yeah if someone doesn't Mm -hmm. like certain things like how you wash your hands or how you chew like stupid things just try to find a way to see where you can still do what you like doing but not bother the person that gets annoyed of it if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so just finding a common ground um somewhere where you can kind of meet in the middle um, not saying that you have to completely stop unless it's something that's really stupid and disrespectful. I feel like it's easier to stop doing something like dumb. But if it's something that you can change, then, you know, try to find a common ground between your mm-hmm. your line and his line.
1: And what do you think about like doing little things to teach them a lesson? So like, let's say um, there's something that they do really often. And you've told them multiple times, like, would you be the type to, like, take pictures of it over and over again? And then just, like, show them a collection of photos and be like, this is how many times you've done this in the past two weeks. You know what I mean? Like, to visualize it, like, so they they can see, like, what they're doing. Like, do you think that's petty, immature? To be honest,
0: I think that's kind of petty. Because then you're just holding tallies and holding, like, numbers of, like, this person did this and that person did that. And I think, again, like, if you're communicating about it and talking about it and respecting each other, there's no need for you guys to be holding, you know, charts of who did what and, you know, numbers. And it's one of those things where you talk about it, you forgive each other, respect it, and then move on. Because it's like, it's like when someone cheats on someone. If you're deciding to take that person back, then you're deciding at that point that you're forgiving that person and you're moving past it because if you're going to keep throwing shade and bringing it up then there's no point of you fixing it or taking him back because it's just going to be you know a back and forth argument all the time it's like if you're gonna fix it you have to leave it past you talk about it and move forward It's kind of like those prank things one person does a prank then the person wants to do another prank and then it keeps going higher and higher and higher so do you think it's important for couples to be talking about each other's pet peeves or like talking about what bothers each other in their relationships
1: i definitely think it it is important but i think those are two different things so when it comes to pet peeves i think that if it affects the relationship directly yes you need to talk about it but if it's small things you can get over, I don't think it needs to be a discussion every time. Like when I was in my relationship, like there were little things that pissed me off, but then there were also little things that pissed him off about me. And some things just don't need to be discussed if it's not affecting the relationship. If it's something I can look past, then it's like, like for example, one of my pet peeves was, it was so dumb. It was just, like, <laughs> it was so dumb. <laughs> it was that he laughed way too loud at the movie theater. Like, way too loud. <laughs> like, I would be so embarrassed. And this was something that, like, got, like, under my skin. But in not in, not in like, a bad way because it's not a bad thing. But, like... It definitely like with my social anxiety, I was just like, oh my God, like I wish he just wouldn't do this. Am I going to sit him down and tell him, I wish you didn't laugh in the movie theater and like have a discussion about it? No, because it doesn't affect the relationship. It's something I can get over. It's, It's my problem. You know what I mean? I think that some pet peeves are our own personal problems that we need to deal with and we don't need to bring up. However, when it says like when you said like things that bother me, yes, I think it should be discussed if it's like, you know, I don't like that you never put my seat back up in the car when you get out. Like, that's something that, like, it it might annoy me really often, and I'd rather just tell you so that you just don't do it, you know? Fair enough. But that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, what do you think? I think
0: it's important, too, because, like I said, when you're in a relationship, it's, like, a two-way street. Like, you need to talk oh. about things. You guys need to know where – each person lays like again it could be i think even the smallest things is important to talk about because it's something that you might think doesn't bother you that much but the more you see it or hear it the more you're like fuck like this really like triggers me like it really gets me annoyed so Mm -hmm. i think
1: what about, like, the thing that I said, the small thing, like, yeah. that's mine? Do you think that's worth Like, to it talk you? To oh, you bring to about the laughing, laughing
0: Yeah, because then you're going to feel self-conscious really? all the time you go to a theater because you're like, oh, is he going to... Is Do I want to watch a comedy? Because he's going to be laughing so hard and everyone's going to be staring. I don't know. I'm... I think everything... I guess it depends on the person. Yeah, I think it's yeah, important. It depends on the person. Because... And it's not saying that, like, change who you are. Like, don't laugh anymore. But it's just good to yeah. know that the person feels a certain way. So they can kind of
1: i feel like sometimes you gotta just like let it be because like
0: no let it be no one's let it be of course i'm not saying like i said i'm not saying change Mm -hmm. yourself like don't laugh anymore yeah but let them know like (laughs) lol your laugh is you know a little bit loud
1: maybe contain it (laughs) a little bit
0: (laughs) or something make a comment let them know Mm -hmm. i mean
1: yeah not saying like
0: change who you are of course i'm not trying to say that i'm just saying like let them know how you
1: feel yeah i can see that
0: i think it's important again the more you know about each other and how each other like how one feels about the other and certain things it just i find that it makes the relationship stronger because you're you're already mindful you know these things you respect that person because of it i don't know that's just me but
1: makes sense um do you have any like deal breakers in relationships whether it comes to like small annoying things just like like not just like cheating cheating is a given okay so i know we gotta we (laughs) gotta think about something other than cheating but like what's a deal breaker and like when do you know like okay i'm done
0: well one of the deal breakers for me would definitely be like one of my first pet peeves which is a person who can't accept their wrongs Mm -hmm. i can't like it's one thing where we go over it and you know like i tell you like listen like you know this just seems to always be a me problem like i'm always the one at fault or i'm always the one that looks bad or i'm the mm-hmm. one that's not doing this and it's it's getting to a point where i'm just starting to blame myself and i just don't feel like the relationship is healthy because you can't see where you're going wrong and how certain things also affect our relationship because of you mm-hmm. so i think that's that's a big thing like and there's people who are super manipulative like I remember one of my relationships, that was one of my biggest things where I knew, like, I had to call it quits was because of that. Like, I felt like the person didn't know how to apologize and, like, admit, like, it's also your fault. You're not doing anything to fix things. And that stuff can be toxic to a relationship. I think that's definitely, like, a big, big thing to how relationships can be toxic. And being manipulative is, like, not cute.
1: (laughs) It's not cute. No, I I totally, totally feel that. For me, I think that my main deal breaker is if there's never any progression. So like we have the same talk over and over again, whether it has to do with me or you and there's no growth. It's kind of like we're stagnant in the relationship and it's hard to overcome anything because there's never any effort. There's never any changes. There's never any anything and it's really like stunting the relationship's growth. And I think that's that's a point where you want to make a decision to be like, OK, I need to walk away now. Um, luckily, I've never really had that exact scenario, but that would be it for me. I would be like, OK, this is like this is going nowhere.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Stressful. I think another one, too, is, like, if when people start putting, like, an ultimatum on certain things. Ew, I hate that. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's cool. Like, like I think if and it's Caesar. something. Yes! <laughs> like,
1: Monse, like, if you guys tell- watch On My Block, like, what was her, what was his ultimatum? You you choose your mom or you choose me.
0: Yeah, like, Bitch. why are you telling me to choose my family and, like, between you and my family? Like, yeah,
1: that's just, and then didn't she give someone. him one? She gave him an ultimatum, too, no?
0: did she and i don't know maybe but certain things are just not cool or like pick me or your friends it's like what
1: dumb that's stupid that's insecurity to me it's
0: different if they choose to do it like i'm not you know i'm not a fan of my family or how they're treating you Mm -hmm. or what they're doing so i need to like you know lay off that's your choice that's That's your your self-choice yeah Yeah. but telling someone they have to pick you over another person that is whack as hell Mm
1: -hmm. i think that's all insecurity another another deal breaker for me is someone that's way too jealous and possessive I hate that like don't tell me what to do what to wear who to see where to be like that's not your job I have a father and you don't need to be doing that like I will respect your wishes if you say like you don't like something and it's fair and it's valid like yeah like I'll do what I can to make you comfortable with it but to be over here like you know trying to run me and tell me what to do like that's not okay
0: yeah I can see that too mm-hmm Another thing I would say is, again, kind of like my other pet peeve, is, like, someone who's trying to make you be someone you're not. So, like, you have to entertain this person. Like, again, they're a rapper. They're, like, in <laughs> a, an artist. And, like, you're an introvert who likes to journal and read and do your own thing. And you're, you know, kind of forced to go to these events or go to, like, parties, you know, go to lounges. And it's not something that is, like, really your scene yeah and it's one thing to do it for the person but it's another thing to feel like this is like your life now yeah. like you're pretty much someone that you would never thought you'd be and now you're in this situation
1: but you also have choice in that matter like i wouldn't date a ball player or rapper knowing that i have to show up to events and smile on this carpet and this and that and socialize when you're not around like because that's also a choice like they're also free to be themselves as much as you are free to be yourself so you choose to put up with it or not like i wouldn't but some people might like have too much love and stay around but it's like you kind of knew what you're getting yourself into when you dated a rapper that that's true you know what i mean but like it it, there is a point where it's like i don't know because it's also tough because you want to be there in case your man is like you know a baller and there's all these women around like you kind of want to be there
0: thirsty host.
1: yeah but then you're like i don't want to be there because i hate that scene i don't know that one's a tough one that's <laughs> yeah a, that's, a that's hard one. Yeah. that is hard
0: but that's why like, i gotta know who you're getting yourself with because yeah. some people it's hard because like you see these relationships and i was talking to ashley about this before where like you see these relationships and a lot of them are like splitting up because they don't know how to deal with the fame they don't know how to deal with mm-hmm. you know all these followers and subscribers yeah. and you know fans it's and so it's, sad. it's sad it is
1: okay so knowing everything that's going on right now like there are couples in quarantine like there are people that are like really together right now
0: oh my god I, the amount of people the amount of people that i heard that have been like going through breaks or I broken know. up because of all this i'm like damn you'd be really like staying with your partner for like two weeks and like yeah, it really like, took that for you guys to like know you guys are not meant for each other
1: i know Damn. i feel like i like if i had a boyfriend at this time i feel like i would have a lot of fun like being Me quarantined too. like i you have a boyfriend oh but you can't be with him no as much but right like now. i'm yeah, not yeah. with him yeah yeah like, like if, if i had a actually boyfriend. tried
0: to like self-isolate ourselves as like we used to hang out like every day we're yeah. down to like maybe once a week So yeah,
1: like I would have so much fun like if I was in self-isolation and so was he like if neither of us were like going out in the world Then I think that'd be so cool But like I know some people are losing their minds and like i'm like why but I also understand why But like what do you think people are really struggling with right now and being quarantined?
0: I think finding the patience like I know right now like I said like we're in a time where you know anxiety stress is like at its top level so I think Especially people who, like, have kids and, like...
1: Oh, I would you lose know, my fucking mind. Yeah, like, having to deal mind. with your
0: kids and your significant other and, like, having all these, like, shits thrown at you about the corona and the numbers. And I'd feel scared. Like, fuck. Like, I could see why some people are stressing out and, like, yeah. you know, getting to that level. But at the same time, it's, like, again, if you guys have that communication and talk about it, like... You know, balance each other out. Like, when you're feeling low, try to have your partner, you know, maybe do a little bit more and help you out in certain things. Like, maybe you're always putting the kids to sleep. Maybe, like, switch it up a little. And I know right now it's hard because, like, our routines are all over the place. So trying to find a way where you can get your shit done but also having fun with it. Like, having fun with your kids, having fun with your significant other. Maybe having them go to bed a little bit earlier so you can just, you know, have some – you time with your partner or like again just finding something that works for you and just not getting overwhelmed and over anxious stressed out because i think that's what is really affecting people right now is like the anxiety and the stress during all this
1: i think that also having space is necessary in this time i understand not everybody has that option like if you live in a studio apartment with your boyfriend like that's kind of impossible and i'm gonna pray for you guys because that must be tough Imagine living in a studio apartment with your man right now, like as much as you want to spend time with them, like also you need space with like no balcony, oh my God, I'd die, um but like you need space, so like I would try, and you know if they're doing something in one room, like give yourself the time to go to the other room do your own thing, like spend a few hours apart, come back together. But if you're like actually spending every second together, like you're showering together, you're waking up together, you're eating together, you're watching TV together, and then you go to bed together, it's like, damn, like, can you breathe? I think it's important (laughs) so that you don't ever start to lose your mind. But I think a lot of people are struggling with like, A, not having space, and B, like, just not understanding each other's boundaries at this point because like there's no routine, there's no schedule, there's nothing, there's no structure. So life is kind of like on pause and everything's all over the place and you're just kind of like living on top of each other. You know? I don't know if that makes sense, but it's just like tough. I can't really Yeah I get it. But (laughs) it's tough.
0: Yeah, I can't relate either, but i mean stay strong guys like don't let this affect your relationships especially if like you're a core relationship where everything has been great
1: okay we have a few questions that we're going to answer this week we don't have many but again as we always say send us questions to our instagram let's get real the podcast you can email us whatever you want to do because we do go over advice every single week and it's a lot of fun for us to answer these questions I've been liking this guy from my school since 16 for four years, but he insulted me once and laughed whenever I was humiliated. Asshole. I haven't seen him for three years because he moved away. I knew my crush hates me because he thinks I'm weird, but I still had feelings for him and found his Instagram and made a move on him. He blocked me. Oh my god, girl. <laughs> okay. Now he is in my college and he stares at me because he remembers I slide in his DMs. I've been cyberbullied online too and they managed to text him about how obsessed I am about him. It's awkward whenever he sees me in college. I just want to forget about him and not let his rude stares bother me, but I'm still dealing with the cyberbullying. Any advice? Um, he's an asshole. I hope that you're able to work through this crush. I mean like Hey, this is Honestly, like, how can you have a
0: crush on someone who's yeah, just an asshole? Like, like he's
1: mean. He's very mean. He blocked you, he did all this. I feel like it, crushes are tough when you're young because you don't see your value as much. So you don't realize like that you really don't need to put up with this shit, you know? And I feel like with this guy, you just have to keep reminding yourself that like he's not a good person and it's not gonna go anywhere. And you kind of have to work through that and like maybe find a new little crush. I know that sounds like unhealthy. I'm not saying like because it's not really a rebound. It's not like your heart broken. It's just kind of like a little distraction that will get you over this guy. But the cyber bullying. Have you ever dealt with that?
0: Um, Not really cyber bullying. Um, I know it's very like common now I feel. I think more so because of social media yeah. and things that are like remotely available for people. Mm-hmm. Um especially I feel like it's a thing in elementary school for some yeah. stupid reason and you're so young. But I know when I was in elementary school there was a lot of bullying going on. Um it's just it's whack. Honestly people like <laughs> It's whack. Girl the fuck up. <laughs> like Yeah. Just be nice to each other. I mean This is a time where you should be kind because once people start getting into high school, college, they start to glow up, they start to, like, get a career path, and you're going to want to talk to them and, you know, network maybe, and now you're just going to feel, like, awkward as shit because you were so mean. So just fucking stop with the mean shit. Like, all I can really say in terms of this situation is, girl, like, if he's an asshole, you need to let it go because this is the time where you need to understand your value because you're still very young and if you're letting people treat you like shit and still find something to like about them yeah then life's gonna to get go, rough
1: you have to go within at that point because there's a reason why you're able to look past that and tolerate that like i feel like that goes to like a lack of self-love and respect for yourself um and that's something you need to really look at because you shouldn't be okay with that but she did say um I'm still dealing with the cyberbullying. Any advice? I think that with cyberbullying, I feel like I honestly get cyberbullied online every single day. I can't read my comments anymore because of this. Like, I literally can't read my comments, which sucks because there's good in there. But you have to really understand that people that are cyberbullying... They, like, it sounds so cliche but they have issues with themselves that they don't know how to deal with so they go to people on the internet and they act all brave and they say things online that they would never say to your face like i bet you these people that say this shit online would never go up to you and say them like directly to you and you need to understand that these are just like internet trolls whether they're people you know in real life or not and you, you have the choice to turn off your comments turn off your dms turn these things off if you know what's triggering to you do what you need to do and just avoid it until you're strong enough to deal with it i think
0: yeah like, you can mute I comments Yeah, I've seen all these, like, documentaries of, like, bullying and stuff. And it's really messed up how people can be so mean out there. Mm
1: -hmm. But I agree.
0: Like, I agree it's people who honestly have their own inner issues that they need to learn to work with. And they don't know how to, so they take it out on other people. It's, like, a known fact that people who bully, it's because they have shit going on that they can't deal with, so they try to take it out on someone else. So just know that by you... You know, trying to get past it and ignoring it, it's you being that bigger person. Exactly. And at the end of the day, they're just trying to find a reaction out of you. So just ignore it, move on. Yeah, and don't like, give them the
1: satisfaction. Yeah. So this person said, I've been single for two years now and I find myself wanting to have someone in my life again. But I'm always hesitant because I don't see myself staying here in the US after a few years because I'm planning on working abroad and I don't want a relationship tying me down. As a hopeless romantic, I can't do casual relationships either. It doesn't feel right to me. Do you have any advice for me? I would really appreciate your insight on my situation. That's a good question. Poor girl.
0: Damn, I've seen this in, like, movies. Right? Yeah, that's really hard because I see this in, like, movies and stuff where people, like, fall in love and then one person has to leave. hmm So... And they
1: chase them down at the airport.
0: It's hard. I mean, like, if you want to have a relationship, I mean... Who knows? Sometimes you know, long long distance works for people, and like I said, like don't stop yourself from meeting people just because you're you're scared of, you know, things going farther and not being able to, you know, continue that relationship. Mm -hmm. I think if you guys really care for each other, you'll find something that works for both of you. Um, and my key thing is don't go out looking for a relationship. Let it come to you. So do your thing. Do what you're doing. And if the right person comes your way, just don't feel scared or, like, push them away because, again, you're scared that it's going to be something and you're not going to be able to, you know, work with it. So that's my advice.
1: Yeah, it's tough because I understand where she's coming from because she's really trying to protect her heart so she's not heartbroken because inevitably this will either end up in her you know moving the country and having to break up with this person and she's heartbroken or her staying and stopping herself from chasing her dreams because she wants to continue to be with this person or if she gets really lucky they're gonna follow her there but like we don't know if that's gonna happen if i were you i would personally be open to dating i would but i would tell people on like once i start to feel a vibe there i would let them know my plans in the future like this is what i want to do i understand if you you know if this is not something you'd ever be interested in i'm not saying like you need to move with me but like let them know so that you can stop it ahead of time before you're in too deep and your heart is protected that way because like if you're honest with them from like date number four like your feelings are fine like maybe you'll be heartbroken for like two days but you're gonna get over it because you're not in love yet so i would date i would date don't stop yourself because you never know what a relationship might bring like what if what if you meet someone that you know brings other opportunities into your life better than being abroad or what if you meet someone who has the same goals as you like wants to go abroad as well like you don't know so i think you should give it a chance because like you said after yeah. a few years you're gonna be single for years just because you're scared like come on no put yourself out there have fun and, and deal with it later
0: <laughs> yeah no i, I agree 100 yeah. because at the end of the day what are you scared of if you feel You don't know what's going to happen, right? Like, you can't keep thinking, what if, what if? Like, just live your life. Do what Mm -hmm. you want to do. And if it happens, deal with it as it comes, right? Like, I'm sure there will be a way to work it out in some way. Again, maybe, who knows? Maybe this person's trying to move too. So maybe they're just here for, you know, to have fun and to just enjoy
1: life. Exactly. If it's, like, the love of your life and if it's a soulmate, it's probably going to happen that they have similar goals as you and have a similar life plan as you so you might just meet your soulmate who wants to be abroad as well
0: yeah and like again like things come our way for a reason i'm a true believer in everything happens for a reason so if it's meant to be it's meant to be like just think positive about it and again don't be afraid because then it's going to stop you from opportunities just take it as it comes and just go with the flow If it's a problem later, then that's when you should deal with it. Have that conversation with him. But as of now, I don't feel like there's anything you need to worry about.
1: All right, guys. So that wraps up this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed this. We are still doing the isolation, as we said. So we realized that last week's episode actually sounded really good. And we're really happy about that because I feel like you guys probably wouldn't have noticed if we didn't say anything.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people told me that the audio sounded really good, so I was really happy about that. But yeah, guys, make sure to keep keep safe, keep indoors. I know a lot of you guys, too, have noticed that people are, like, having birthdays and stuff, and it really sucks because you can't really be with anybody. But during this time, honestly, the best thing to do is just think about the positives. Um, the positive thing is, you know, there'll be other birthdays, and there'll be more years to celebrate. And, you know, again, you're healthy, you're safe, your family's safe, so... Try not to stay in the negative. Try to think about the good stuff and things that, you know, you might have that other people don't. Like, you have a roof on top of your head. Some people who are homeless, you know, don't have that. Also, I feel like, you know, if you guys have any new, like, slogans, I kind of want to change it up a little bit. Instead yeah, we do an outro. Welcome an to another intro. episode. Mm-hmm. Like, something like, you know, what's going on? Let's get mm-hmm. real. I, I don't know. But, anyways, <laughs> if you guys come up with Maybe anything a little cool less and catchy. <laughs> let us know let us know
1: Yep. also um, don't forget if this episode helped you out or if you think it's gonna help a friend out then send this shit over to them if you have a, a couple living in quarantine that you know send it to them send it to them they can get some advice and share our podcast give us reviews give us all of that stuff
0: yes and if you guys have topics you want us to talk about i know we're starting to get into that phase where we're trying to struggle what to talk about let us know what you guys want to hear and Mm. we'll be happy to talk about it send us your advice your questions concerns comments (laughs) all of that all All right right, guys guys. this was
1: another episode this was episode 11 we hope you loved it and we'll be back next week for your weekly monday episode
0: all right thanks bye thanks for listening bye